Hello, I'm Brian Hilton, and welcome to the Upstate Sports Podcast. I'm joined with Jack Hilton. How you doing, Jack? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, today we are going to be. This is our first podcast, and we are very both very excited for it, aren't you, Jack? Uh yeah. I'm t- excited to see how far this thing goes. Um, you know, talking about sports is one of the most fun things to do, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah. We talk about sports, hockey, baseball basketball, some basketball, college, and football. We'll be talking about the Super Bowl later this week, maybe next into the early next week. Um, but today we're going to be focusing more on baseball. And there's an elephant in the room in baseball right now, as we both all know. Yeah, uh, that, um, there's definitely uh, an elephant in the room. Um, there's something called the lockout that's going on right now, and it's forcing players – not to be able to sign with teams, you, MLB teams can't trade, and um, MLB players apparently can't communicate with each other. Um, so that's really interesting and uh, definitely an elephant in the room. Yeah, I heard about this story where two brothers, they were both two MLB players, and they couldn't communicate to each other on uh, Christmas Day because it was illegal with the lockouts. The rules here are crazy, and... MLB teams cannot make transactions. The only signings we've seen is minor leagues. And, uh, yeah, it's been crazy. But there's still 140-plus, 150-plus free agents that still have not been signed. And it's – and they need – that they're – they the players there can make a huge difference. We got a lot of top players in the game, like Freddie Freeman – Carlos Correa, Carlos Rondon, uh, Jorge Soler, Anthony Rizzo, Seiya Suzuki, a new guy from Japan who raked, and all, all and m- much more free agents that will make huge differences for teams. And yeah, yeah. Today we will be talking about um talking about the remaining free agents and uh where where we we're gonna predict where they land um and just talking about some recap around them. So, let's get into this. Uh, the number one free agent on the market. Let's start off quick. Uh, Carlos Correa. Top tier shortstop. Probably one of the best in the game if you're talking shortstops. So, the, yeah, Ra- the Rangers already got that. their guy, Corey Seager. Marcus Simeon to the Texas Rangers as well. He was a, previous, a shortstop in previous years. And Javi Baez to the Tigers. All the remaining, or all of the top shortstops in the game have been signed besides Carlos Correa. And it's interesting to see where he will go. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's going to get a big bag. He's got good contact. He's got a really good bat. He'll let you 20 plus home runs with gold glove defense. Uh, won the 2021 gold glove for shortstops in the AL. So, uh, definitely looking to get a bag. And he's uh, switch agents, Brian. Is that true? Yeah, he is now represented by Scott Boris. And this guy, if you know him, he gets players in the bag. He gets them those 300 million 10-year deals. And Carlos Correa will be getting the bag this offseason. Uh, so, Jack, where do you think he will land in terms well, of teams? you know, I think he's going to sign a huge contract, 10 years, 300 million plus. And the only team that I think is willing to do that is, sadly, as a Mets fan, I hate to say it, the Yankees. Yes, they do have a lot of money, and he will, his bat will work perfectly there in that Yankee Stadium. He knows how to hit opposite field. He knows how to hit, pull it, 
and she's just an overall great hitter. And, uh, he will work well at that stadium. For uh, sure. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hit thirty plus home runs when he's fully healthy at that stadium with a pretty solid batting average. And I believe that he will go to the Yankees as well. I think they're the only team that's willing to pay him that money he deserves. And I, I yeah, it pains us as Mets fans, but we he it's the most logical choice there. Yeah, I mean, he is the top uh, free agent on the market, so, yeah. All right, let's get to the second, another free agent. Uh, that it will be Freddie Freeman, uh, first baseman slugger for the Atlanta Braves. Turned down a five-year contract from the Braves earlier this offseason. Um, the Yankees are also interested in him, as well as the Dodgers. Uh, where do you think this guy will land? Well, I'm not going to say the Yankees, because I think they're going to go a much different route. You know, uh, Freddie Freeman, good lefty swing, uh, hits the ball pretty hard, 30-plus home runs, 300-plus um, batting average. He's a really good overall first baseman. Uh, but I think he's going to re-sign with the Atlanta Braves, to be honest with you. Yes, it, it, I, it's very hard to believe Freddie Freeman it will not be a Brave. But I'm going to say he goes to the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers will pay him money they have, that they – they need that spark in the lineup, uh, another spark in the lineup. To I just, it's just such a Dodgers move. Like I can, that, I can honestly see that happening too, with the uh, DH being implemented into the National League. Um, Max Muncie for Freddie Freeman, like like they can swap out, I guess, and Max Muncie can play multiple other positions too. So, yeah, yeah, and the Braves, if they lose them, they're already talking about trades for Matt Olson, but that is a different video. Or podcast. So let's get to the next free agent. Uh, I believe, it, yeah, it's Chris Bryant. Uh, he has had a lot of teams on him. He's going to get a six year, seven year deal, especially, and he also has uh, Scott Boris uh, representing him. Um, Jack, what is your input on Chris Bryant and where he'll land? You know, um, I'm not going to try to be biased here, but, you know, I saw a tweet earlier today from John Hammond said the Mets were interested in signing another big bat that's a uti- that could, like, you be used for depth and utility. And, you know, I guess uh, Chris Bryant, it has to be that guy then. Uh, you know, he can play almost any position except pitcher, catcher. You know, he can play first base. I'm pretty sure he can play second base. Um, he can play third base, and he can play the outfield. So uh, I really think that's one of the most yeah. utility players you can get. So I'm going to say he signs with the Mets. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, hours before the CBA ended or started, excuse me, John Heyman mentioned that the Mets, Angels, and Padres have shown serious interest in Bryant. Um, the, the Mets, and it's down in those three teams, and I believe out of all those, those three teams – the Mets will probably pay him the bag, especially after them being interested in one more bat. I think Chris Bryant is a Mets guy. He is very versatile. He can play third base, and you can move Escobar to second base if you have to. And you could probably get a trade with McNeil or maybe even put him at DH if McNeil, if you want McNeil still in the lineup. Yeah. And so we're going to go into our another free agent, uh, this time another shortstop. It's Trevor Story. 
Um, Colorado Rocky. People say that he only plays well at Colorado Rockies ballpark, but I believe I believe he will do many things for his next team, and I think he whoever wherever he goes to, uh, he's gonna make a, he's gonna be a huge spark for them. So Jack, yeah. where do you think they'll go? Where do you think he'll go? Well, first of all, let's just talk about who like and what kind of like player Trevor Story is. He's got like decent pop and a decent average, like two seventies. Uh, good 20 plus home run guy most of the time he'll hit 30 plus home runs you know he had a little bit of a 2021 down year but I still be believe he'll be paid the bag um and and I'm I I'm kind of confused why I'm choosing this but I think he's gonna sign with the Cubs that's interesting the Cubs yeah. have been surprisingly active um yeah but with I believe Trevor well. Story I think I think his bat suits well in St. Louis I think he can get balls into the gap. That's the kind of guy Trevor Story is. And I think DeYoung will lose his job there, at least at shortstop. I think Trevor, the, the Cardinals need to go after Trevor Story. I think that's where they should go. Uh, uh, yeah. Think, yeah, I think Trevor Definitely Story. Definitely make the Cardinals a contender. I mean, they already are a contender, but maybe it could move them above the Brewers, you know, with that insane three-headed monster pitching staff. Yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals have always, I feel like for the past 10 years, they've been always in something, like in the playoff race. And uh, they've got some World Series, but uh, I think Trevor Story can maybe help them get another one um, with probably around a six, five, six-year deal. Okay, so let's go to another free agents. This one from the Cincinnati Red was the Reds. Uh, this is Nick Castellanos. Um had an amazing year. Yeah, I think he really is one of the most under-talked guys in baseball. You know, he obviously got, had his credit in the beginning of the year, but, like, people haven't – I haven't heard people been talk, that have been talking about him enough. You know, this guy has a hit 300-plus average with 30-plus home runs. You know, he's a really good hitter in general, so I'm confused why people aren't talking him, about him. But, like, I think he's going to sign with the Phillies, sadly. Uh, you know, I, I, as much as I hate to say it again um, – the Phillies are going to be active once the CBA and the ML, you know, the CBA ends, you know? Yeah. I believe the Phillies are going to, they're going to try to get some, some serious free agents. Um, but I just, I don't think he's going to go to Philadelphia. Uh, I think Hopefully his bat not. suits well in another, another NLS team. That's the Miami Marlins. They have been secret. They have making, been making some, Underrated moves this off season, I believe if they can get that big bat there, maybe four four to seven year contract, probably around four to five years, but it depends if we, what Castellanos wants. Uh, but this dude will provide you thirty plus home runs. He is an amazing ball player, and uh, can pro- provide you three WAR player, three plus WAR player. <laughs> He's very. He's gonna his bat would work in Miami, and I think Miami is gonna slowly become one of the, the best teams in the National League. You know, obviously, in the, as we're talking about the NL East, you know, a lot of uh, teams in the NL East have good futures, not prospect wise, but like money wise. The Mets obviously have the richest owner in the uh, Major League Baseball, I guess, uh, Steve Cohen. Yep. Uh, so I think they're going to be paying a lot of guys 
over the next couple decades, to be honest with you. Yeah. They have, I feel like the NL East was not very competitive. Well, it was competitive, but it was a clowned upon division. Um, like, they had, like, at one point, only one team above, like, like all the teams were below 500 or something. And it was the Mets that was above 500, I think. Yeah, it was that. And the Mets were barely above 500, about five games above. So it was just, it was a, not a good year until the Braves made those trades and they popped off and Obviously. they got themselves, they were 88 win team. Um, that was the top team and one of the, it is a very competitive division. I believe multiple teams. I feel like we're going to see like an AL East, but for the NL East, like, you know, how four teams with 90 plus wins or 80 plus wins wins will i believe that will happen for the nl east yeah let's get on to our next free agent uh, yep yeah, it's kyle schwarber schwarber um similar season to castellanos <coughs> did not receive a qualifying offer <coughs> so he's not very good at defense um but his bat when it's hot it will make a huge difference in that line in a lineup and can change a team's momentum fast. So, where do you think he's going to go, Jack? I think he's going to re-sign with the Red Sox. Um, and I don't really have much evidence behind this, but uh, like, uh, a lot of teams that could use him, but the Red Sox just seem like a good fit for him. Yep. Uh, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Kyle Schwarber is going to be a Red Sox guy. I think he'll get probably a three- to four-year contract. Um, yeah, I agree. I, could, I agree with that. Completely. I don't think he'll get paid too much because he not he's not very good at defense, like uh, bad DRS. But his bat will certainly help the Red Sox lineup in the next season and try to get them back to the postseason. But it's uh, everything's unclear for the Red Sox, so um, let's see if they can get back to where they were in the twenty twenty one season because they made a kind of a miracle run. Because no, because nobody expected them to be the team that beats the Yankees in the wild card when they had a, a terrible season in twenty twenty. Yeah. So the next free agent we have, Carlos Rodon, um, did not pitch that much in the second half of the season, but when he did, he was amazing. Uh, if he pitched a full season, no, no doubt, no doubt, he would have been signed. If he pitched a full season the way he did. Yeah, I mean, he. I agree. I completely agree. This guy is a you know, a little bit above two ERA. Um, you know, he had a really good twenty twenty one uh, year. Um, yeah, you know, he had a really good first half and second half, but like you know, obviously as you said he didn't pitch much in the second half. Um, and you know, the bias might be striking me here, but I think he signs with the Mets. Um, um four year deal, um ninety million dollars, something like a Starling Marte contract, but you know, a little bit more. What do you think? Brian? Um I if I think his contract will be a little less than that. I think he'll get around a three year seventy million. Yeah. Uh but I believe Kyle Schwar or Carlos Ronton, excuse me. Um, I believe he will um sign with the San Diego Padres. He's gonna get a probably. I th- I believe he's gonna get a three year deal, a three four year deal done. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be the same pitcher he was in twenty twenty one. He's 
get, he's aging. He is aging, and um, I think I think he uses sticky substances. And I would I would like to see the Padres go after him. I and I think that would seal the Padres' um, starting rotation. Okay. So the next free agent we have is Seiya Suzuki. Uh, he because he's coming from Japan. Absolutely amazing season in Japan. Um, it, the the only problem is, Say Suzuki said, if we don't see progress around in the MLB by the end of February, he may stay in Japan another year. Um, which is uh, it, it, baseball right now is not in a good state. They the it, nobody's agreeing. It's just not. We were maybe seeing a little progress between the players' organization and MLB, but new young players like Say Suzuki could become one of the best hitters in the game, like Shohei Otani. But I don't know. I believe if Say Suzuki, if the lockout ends and Say Suzuki is able to come to the MLB, I believe he will sign with the San Francisco Giants. Um, they lost out on so many. They're starting pitcher. Um, they they have excuse me. They have re-signed some of their starting pitchers, but they've lost out on some of their lineup, like Buster Posey. He's was one of the best hitting catchers last year, and he made an enormous impact in that lineup. Um, yeah, he made a run for the MVP race. I think uh, you know he got a couple of votes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. You know. Yep. So uh, obviously the. They're going to need a big bat, and that's where I'm going to have to agree with you. I was going to say Angels before because of Shohei Otani, but I really think that the Giants need something here. I mean, they already got Kevin Gaussman. They already lost Kevin Gaussman. Um, you know, they need something. Yes, I, 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 that's why I was going to say. That's why I said they lost so many starting pitchers. I mean, they lost Buster Posey and Kevin Gaussman. Um I think that that will be the move that they come back with, uh, probably around a five-year, forty million. For I don't know, you can't you can't really tell. You know, he's an international league player. Um, obviously, gone against easier pitching. Yeah, uh, and before we go into the next free agent, uh, I'd like to like tell you guys why we like are like not as smooth as talking. Obviously, this is our first podcast. We're um, you know. Obviously, excited about everything we're, we're able to talk to. Um, we're not very serious. We're not. We're yeah, not. We're, we're definitely not experienced. And I'm pretty sure you guys can tell. We're just, you know, as we keep making podcasts, we'll continue to pr- improve. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to put bring out that disclaimer as I stutter again in that sentence. Um, yeah, let's continue. The free yeah. agent. Okay, so the next free agent we have, uh, traded to the Yankees from the Cubs, Anthony Rizzo. Uh, it depends on uh, where you see Freddie Freeman going. That will affect this free agent. But Eddie Rizzo, I think uh, he's got a smooth swing. Smooth lefty swing, and he's built for Yankee Stadium. I believe I said uh, Freeman would go to the Dodgers. I believe the Yankees should. If, the Fre- if Freeman goes to the Dodgers, they should pay uh, Anthony Rizzo the money. They're, if they trade for Matt Olson, they're going to waste their entire farm system. And Matt Olson couldn't... What if he isn't the same guy? I think Anthony Rizzo 
with the the Yankees right field porch, he I think he will do some damage. He could be a twenty five plus home run guy, and he can create runs in that lineup. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Well, um, this is the first uh you know free agent where I I really cannot make a decision on. You know, I agree with you. I think that. Uh, I think he would be a decent Yankee as much as I hate to say it again. I liked Anthony Rizzo before he became a Yankee. Um, I think, but if you want to like, you know, say that Olsen gets traded to the Yankees, then you can't say that he resigns because there would be almost little to no point in doing it. So yeah, Anthony Rizzo is the first like, one in the air that I can't really put my mind together on. Like, I can't see a team Yeah, yeah, specifically. So, uh, last one before we wrap it up. Um, Kenley Jansen, closer. One of the, I I'll believe... go first. I'll go first. Okay, let's hear. So, um, I think that he's going to go to a divisional rival. Um, you know, good. got a really good cutter, nasty, good Vila on it. Um, you know, just a solid closer slash late reliever. Um, I think he's going to the Padres. Interesting. I think the Padres, after losing out on Mark Millinson, can get another guy with a nice cutter. Uh, Kenley Jansen, obviously, a much better closer than Mark Millinson. Yeah. But the only question is if Kenley Jansen wants to sign with the rival. Yes. And, but if, if yes, then I think the Padres get him. If they give him the bag, anything. Um, and here's my final prediction. I believe that Kenley Jansen will go to a Mets rival, the Philadelphia Phillies. I believe um, they can get, put him at that closing role, put Ian Kennedy in the setup. I think the Phillies will offer Kenley Jansen enough to convince him to come to Philadelphia, and I think he will do well in Philly. All right, so yeah. That's gonna, yeah, that's, that's going to wrap it up for this pod, our first podcast. Um, Obviously not uh, professional, you know. We keep talking over each other, but you know yeah. we'll continue to improve uh, throughout um, um, as we go. Um, hope you guys enjoyed, and if you disagree with our opinions, uh, let us know. We'd in, like uh, we'd like you to cousin gamers like, Instagram DMs. Yep, and you can go to our cousin gamers YouTube and leave your opinions in our comments. Um, <laughs> yeah. Always have a great day, everyone. We will see you guys in the next podcast.